The main thing is winning games. How do you win games? You got to attack each day. Some champions fall, but other champions prevail. John, are you okay? I'm perfectly fine. Okay. Friday night, we had, I think, 347 penalties for a million yards. <laughs> One million. Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. Large device or small. Very, very busy show. We catch up with a couple of victorious coaches from week zero or week one, however you like week to. Week two, John. It's week no, two. They haven't won their week two games yet. It's week two this week. You are wrong. But the thing is, they played their game either in week zero or week one. It was week one, so now it's week two. But you're saying that they won their games in week two. They haven't played week two yet. We are in week two. We are. They have not played their week two game yet. Unless you're prescient. And are like believing in like tarot cards or mind readers or palm readers or whatever. You don't know if these two coaches that we have on the show coming up this week have won their week two games. I'm sure they'd like to agree with you that they've won their week two games already and that they're out of the blocks at two and zero. Who are these coaches that we're going to be talking to? You don't know, do you? Today we're going. <laughs> John, are you okay? You have. Like- I'm perfectly fine. You, you seem a little frazzled. I'm a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Okay. I'm a little bit scared. My mother was an English major. It's all about misplaced modifiers, and I'm going to jump on them as a part of my nature. Okay, well, I'm really sorry, everybody. It is the week two preview show. Welcome in. There, okay. Welcome week two in. preview show, which Welcome means in. we're reviewing what? Today, we are going to catch up with Langston Hughes head coach Boone Williams. Check. The Panthers took down top-ranked Carrollton on ESPN2. National television. That was an amazing game. I hope everyone listening watched it it because it was incredible. It was epic. And we'll talk with Blessed Trinity head coach Ed Dudley after some very exciting season opening games. He is the new coach there, so that is a great conversation. We are going to touch on some top games around the state but first speaking of season openers we are going to announce our first broadcast game our first broadcast game and since john you have so much energy today i do not i will allow you to tell the listeners the game cedar grove and westlake cedar grove in week one they took care of business and they got a big win on the board and also Westlake beat North Cobb 52-28. So big wins for both of these two schools. Was it 34-33 was Cedar Grove in uh, week one, if I remember correctly? And, yeah, 34-33 over Dutchtown in week one. So two teams for our first game for Football Fridays in Georgia on September 1st. Really looking forward to it. Cedar Grove and Westlake. Yes, September 1st. AAA versus 7A showdown. Mm-hmm. You do not want to miss it. Let's take a quick look around the state, and we'll get to our guests. Oh, we've got we've got gifts, though. Gifts? We have gifts. Who do we have gifts for? Well, we have gifts for you. Oh, that's fun. See how see how this works. Thank you, John. Well, no, I this love is, this gifts. is this is from our friends at Appalachie. What does it say? It's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt, right there. Core values: integrity, intention. Fortitude. Uh-huh. The core Appalachia. Yeah, the core values right there from our friends at Appalachia. This is from our friends at Appalachia last week. Awesome. It's a white for those just listening on the audio version, white shirt, blue letter with like some gold splattering. This is a 
huge t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Put it, put it in hot. This is a two XL, John. Put it in hot, and just then have it, have it, uh, have it rinse out. My husband can wear that. And so uh, we were at full disclosure. We were at Appalachie for some of our presentations for mm-hmm. the Cooperative Spirit Sportsmanship Award. Our friends at George EMC. So we were recording. An award ceremony up there at the Battle of Which Barrow. Which will air during halftime. Right, and will air during halftime. And so we were at Winder Barrow in Appalachia on the campus of Appalachia High. And so that is from our friends at Appalachia. Awesome. Well, and we, thank we you. also have a helmet that we can add to oh, the stacks as well. Nice. Yes. Crawford County from our friends in Roberta. Okay, for the people listening only, it is a yellow helmet, That's purple stripe. traded too. Purple stripe down the middle, and what's their what's their logo here? An eagle. The eagles, the Crawford County Eagles from awesome. Roberta. We were also there shooting another EMC commercial. Yep. So cool. That's going to sit here on the desk. It is Can absolutely. You see it? Can you see it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. At least for the beginning and the end. Very scratched up. Yes. Well, <laughs> like I said, that's a line. That's a lineman's helmet right there. So we add this one to the stacks that we have awesome. here at GP. Uh, so what were we going to talk about? We were going to take a quick look around the state. Okay. And then get to our guests. Sure. Uh, Buford. Knocking off uh, the number two team in the country, St. Francis Academy, 18-0. Uh, Dylan Riola goes 14-26, uh, 178-2. So Buford, number four in the country, going up against St. Francis Academy, number two in the country. I'm guessing those rankings are going to flip. South Georgia football is just different. I could have told you Buford was going to win that one. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these hype around all these other teams, and I'm just like, just just come down here and play a South Georgia. A, a Georgia. Yeah. A southeastern team, yeah, yeah. not South Georgia. Well, but no, but Colquitt County. I, th- I thought that's United where you were going, as you were talking about Buford and then Colquitt County beat Dutch County Fork. Too. Yes, both, yeah. both. But like in Georgia, if you're from the north, mm-hmm. if I'm making yeah, Mason Dixon line, the Mason Dixon line. Thank you, John. Yeah, thank you, John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for any not, team, not no shock in my mind that they both won. North, uh, if you're north of the Mason Dixon line, sometimes you come south of the Mason Dixon line. I actually had that written down. What? No surprise at all. No surprise at all. Uh, so Cockwood County beat Dutch Fork. Yep. Uh, Lowndes won their game in, in that uh, cross-state rivalry doubleheader that mm-hmm. they that they have down in South Georgia. Mill Creek beat North yep. Gwinnett. Parkview beat Kell yep. handedly, we, well, 43-24. And, got, and that, you're teasing uh, the wins and losses for the staff. We'll get into that coming up. Ooh, Gaines, sorry, Gainesville beat Marist, uh, 34-26. Mm-hmm. Woodward beat Trinity Christian. That was another big one. Lee County in a back-and-forth one beat Warner Robins, 26-19. In uh, the higher classification, Rome, TCC, yep. all got W's. Mm-hmm. Any surprises? I'll give you one. Okay. Bryan County. Hmm. Bryan County beats Lincoln County. Bryan County's been playing football I since. I don't think we've ever said Bryan County. Nineteen seventy-six. <laughs> they beat a top ten opponent for the first time in school awesome. history. Twenty-eight sixteen. So number four. What's their in mascot? Bryan County. I think. Ooh, I think, did we just stump John? No, I think they're the Redskins. I think they're the Redskins. Let me see. I think right. Bryan County's the Redskins. I'm not mistaken. Efforting. Yes, efforting. Redskins from Pembroke. Yes, Pembroke. So Bryan County Georgia. beat Lincoln County 28-16. Bryan County went 6-5 and five last year, made the playoffs for the first time in a handful of years. And you also had a couple of champions fall, thanks to uh, Todd Holcomb and our friends at the Georgia High School Football Daily. Mm-hmm. Thompson loses to Burke County 14-12. Bowden loses to Manchester. That was a great game, by the way. The Bowden-Manchester game, 21-20. Manchester beats Bowden. And then in GIAA, Pacelli loses to Green, Green uh, to Glenwood, Alabama, and, and Thomas Jefferson loses to St. Andrews. So Gaps champion uh, Cherokee Christian also lost to Calvary Christian. So if you were a champ, uh, you scheduled tough games and a handful of you lost in week number one. 
So some champions fall, but other champions prevail. I feel like we need some kind that of that leads us into angelic our first background guest. music. Hughes head coach Boone Williams did not fall. He prevailed in an epic showdown. Let's get right to his interview. Our first coach recap of the season. I am so honored to have on Langston Hughes Panthers head coach Boone Williams coach. I don't even know what to say about that. Have game you on recovered Friday. yet? <laughs> that was so much fun to watch. For anyone who is living under a rock, you guys go one and zero after a thrilling road win over Carrollton, televised on ESPN two. Air Nolan connected with Giovanni McGee for the game-winning touchdown. Coach, how do you how did you feel? <laughs> how, do you feel? how do you feel now? <laughs> how did you feel starting the season like that? Um, well, that was a very, very, very state championship like mm-hmm. feel. The atmosphere was great. Um, you know, Carrollton, you know, they hosp- hospitable as could be. Um, it was great. So going into it, I mean, that portion what you just talked about. <laughs> I did not feel anything until the clock had four <laughs> zeros on it because uh, it went from 11 to 6 to 2, then the four zeros. So uh, up until that point, I was kind of numb and trying to keep my composure. <laughs> Good answer, Coach. Exactly. Now, l- let's go into this this game, 39-34 final. And I, I think a lot of folks always wonder going in if offenses are going to be ahead of defenses, defenses are going to be ahead of offenses. But when you have the talent on both sides that you had – I think it's offenses were going to be out there first. What was it like having to coach in this track meet out of the blocks on national television? Um, the first thing was we had to take the TV out of it, and that was one thing I preached all week. Um, it's just a regular game, as big as it was. Uh, the only thing that made us, my kids realize it was TV with the TV timeouts. So we just came at it, and, of course, we just wanted to, you know, get back to being us. Uh, it took a while for us to, you know, crank it up. And when we did, we were kind of, okay, cool. And then the kids were calm, collective. Um, the coaches were, were reserved. And, you know, we were just trying to battle uh, the haymaker. The character was throwing, was throwing and our miscues on special teams and, you know, defense, offense weren't, you know, really doing as hot early. So those were the keys for us. It was an amazing quarterback duel, and Aaron Noland was 13 of 21 passing, 162 yards, two TDs. How did you think about – what did you think about his performance? And do you plan on working on anything specific? What did what did you see in this first game? Um, He managed the game. I mean, he, he did what his quarterback supposed to do. He wasn't greedy. Um, He took what they were giving us. Uh, He was – you know, we would come run some RPOs. And he was giving it a lot. And, you know, our, our running backs were able to find holes. And the O-line did a good job opening lanes. And, like I said, Air just managed the game. When it was time for us to make a play, he'd come up and he'll make a big play for us just because of who he is. But it, it wasn't – he understand. And one thing about it, and Lance Hughes, we understand that every night is not going to be your night. And he understood that his game was to hand it off. And that was a, a lot of reasons for our success. I think we went from 270 on the ground um, coming into it. And, you know, usually – our stats are flipped, and it's 270 in the air, 300 in the air. But we had, you know, close to 300 on the ground. And I think that was shocked a lot of people um, that we ran the ball the way we did because we wanted to, you know, continue, you know, like I said, to take what they were kind of giving us. Justice ran for Justice Savage, runs for 135. Dorian Page runs for 105. Both of them scored uh, two touchdowns of the of the 39 points you got of the, of the board. 24 were theirs. 
what's it, you know, when something like this is rolling, when, you, when you've got a running game that you're sitting there going, okay, every, we're going to go against type, we're going to run, we're going to have success, we're going to run it down their throat and, and kind of go against what folks thought was going to happen. What's it like trying to process that kind of success and just continuing to roll with it, roll with it, roll with it? And it's like, all right, we're going to do this until they stop us, and they really didn't do that. You know, and that's the thing with high school football, man. You got, for one, everybody wants to establish a run. You got to want to be able to run the ball. But the thing is, if your run is working, are you going to get greedy and start, you know, trying to open up to the pad, let the run, run set up your pass? Um, we had pass on a lot of things. But like I said, Air was doing a great job reading the defense, reading his keys, and he was handing the ball off. O-line was doing a phenomenal job, you know, creating gaps and creating uh, running lanes for our running backs. And the running backs were seeing it. I mean, they did a good job running hard, protecting the ball. I don't think we had a turnover, so that was one of the things that we wanted to preach. We wanted to stay, you know, positive when it comes to turnover margin. Um, and the guys did that, and Air protected the football. You have three recruits in the state in the top 50. Talk about all of your other playmakers that we haven't mentioned yet and what is making your team click this year. We we got a lot of those, those guys that are not getting a lot of notoriety. Um, of, of course, Justice Savage, Trey Page, starting in the backfield. Those guys, definitely guys that can, you know, can go play anywhere. Giovanni McGee, oh my gosh, I can't speak enough about him, of who he is. He plays all four of our receiver spots, even with his short stature. Um, Jabari Jones, he had a big catch and, uh, you know, a touch, receiving touchdown. Uh, Xavier Tiller, uh, a sophomore tight end. I mean, we brought we graduated Thurman last year, and here we are with Tiller, who is a 6'5", 220 sophomore. So we kind of just replacing him offensive line-wise. Um, Caleb Ash, uh, Cam Williams, those five, Jamal Gowans, of course, Duntrell Glover and Tavares Dice already got a lot of publicity, but you know the other three are just as good. You know that five missed and they played and they, we ran the ball really well. You mentioned publicity, and you know last year when you and I were talking, and I got to hand you a trophy. You know South South Fulton's got something to say, and you did that. Now you've got the opportunity, and you did it on a national stage to to draw attention to what Langston Hughes has been building over time. How do you and the staff make sure that you continue on the task at hand with all of this noise with folks like me and Hannah dialing you up and sitting there going, hey, you had a win on national television. How do you draw focus on the schedule? Because you got McEachern coming up, and that's going to be a tough one. How do you keep the focus on what you want to be by the end of this season and not on all this noise, especially after a big win like this? Um, it just comes with keeping the main thing, the main thing. The main thing is winning games. Uh, how do you win games? You got to attack each day. And we try to do a great job here of, of you know, we have a 24-48 hour rule. Uh, Carrollton was a big win, but I think uh, my defensive coordinator walked, walked in the day and first thing he talked, we started talking about was what McKeeson did. So we're on to the next. And one thing about this team, I always try to remind them, you know, never get complacent. I told them today, don't get complacent. That was a big win, but hey, big, good, great teams move on. So we have to move on. We can't get stuck in that one. We got to go on to the next one. And our goal is to go one and oh every Friday. How do you go one and oh every Friday? You got to go one and oh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that's kind of the motto here. And we'll be keeping an eye on you. Coach, as always, fantastic to catch up with you here on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, both in the audio and the video versions. Great win out of week one on national TV. We'll be keeping an eye on you. We'll catch up with you soon, my friend. 
Hey, man, as always, uh, when y'all got, when you guys call me, I'm answer. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. You're great at that, Coach. <laughs> we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Always great to catch up with Boone, who has golden ticket status here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. He can crash the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast anytime he wants. Now it's time to catch up with a friend of GPB. He was at Winder Barrow last year, one of the Hall of Fame coaches here in the state of Georgia, and now he's at a new address. Time to catch up with Blessed Trinities, Ed Dudley. Ed Dudley, it is your first year there with the Titans. How are things going? You started the season off with a bang, a big win, 17-7 to at home over Calhoun. How does it feel, Coach? Welcome. Uh, thank you. Um, I appreciate you including us, uh, Hannah. We're, things are going well. They really are. We um, had a big win at Calhoun, or actually Calhoun was at Blessed Trinity, and our guys played great. They have, they have really welcomed me with open arms. You know, a lot of times when you come into a new program, you've got a new a new paradigm and a new plan. It doesn't go very well. It's a little bumpy, but these guys have been tremendous, and they just played their hearts out Friday night. We were able to come away with a win over a top five program like Calhoun. It was just a good night. I think I think a good time was had by all from Blessed Trinity. So let me ask you this, Ed. When it comes to assembling a staff for a first-year program, I mean, you came in from Winder Barrow, and now you have to assemble a staff from scratch. How difficult is that when you get a new gig and you're jumping into a program? What's it like to assemble a staff these days? You know, it's tough. It's one of the toughest things you do as a head coach. I was very fortunate. Um, I uh, brought our uh, assistant coach from Winder Barrow, Gordon Dudley. Uh, his mother insisted on it. And uh, that made it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so in order to keep peace, we did that and uh, able to hire uh, four of my old coaches from Walton High School that's uh, also in the neighborhood. Uh, older guys like me who have a lot of experience and we've all worked together. So I think that's made the transition really smooth. I was able to bring in uh, Chuck Goddard and Leo Barker defensively, uh, two top hands in the state, and my old friend Trip Allen, who does a great job with our offense. And we've just been very fortunate to be able to bring in four guys like that that know the system. And we, you know, we laugh and say, you know, Gordon was the world's greatest ball boy. So yeah, he's he's been with us forever. He knows this better than anyone. Well, it's obvious your defensive coaches are putting in some work. You held Calhoun to negative rushing yards, and they are a Class 6A team. Brag on them one more time, and, of course, your defensive players for what, what a feat, Coach. I thought it was incredible. You know, I stood back and watched in awe. Our defensive kids play with tremendous heart. They're a little undersized, but they're very quick, and they get after it. Coach Goddard is so passionate about them and about our defensive scheme. He works nonstop. Coach Leo Barker is an amazing coach who's been a head coach here in this state and and also in Texas. And he just brings so much wisdom to the game. And we were just we were very fortunate Friday night. Uh, we've got a great defensive staff. All five coaches over there believe in what they're doing and do a great job of it. And then we had just enough offense uh, to get past a very strong team. So let me ask you this. When it comes to Blessed Trinity, what attracted you to the Blessed Trinity gig? Obviously, Tim McFarlane, another 
uh, great Georgia high school coach was there, and now he's in the college ranks. What attracted you to the Blessed Trinity program and that opening in the first place? I think my own background as a, as a St. Pius alum, a Catholic school kid uh, who grew up in, in this kind of structured environment, and it really, um, you know, it didn't save me from any kind of of tragic upbringing, but I think it really did lock in a lot of great habits and things that allowed me to have success in life. And I, I felt like I could pass that along and, and you know, kind of mimic in some ways the, the great coaches that I had growing up. Next up for you will be Elka. You hit the road, head down to McDonough. Preview that one for us. And what are your keys to the game? You know, uh, Elka's a really big physical team. Uh, we've got to do a great job of stopping the run with them. And our offense has got to quit shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, Friday night, we had, I think, 347 penalties for a million yards. <laughs> One million. He's already the, the GHSA leader in penalties per game and penalty <laughs> yards. We are the Oakland Raiders of high school football oh, no. and uh, jumped off sides a lot and did foolish mistakes like that. I think everybody was nervous. I know I was. So that's our big cleanup point. I think we got to clean the snap up, clean up our penalties on offense, and then stop the run defensively. We're playing pretty well in the kicking game. That needs to sustain itself throughout the season. Well, Coach, as always, it's fantastic to catch up with you and get the the latest with what's going on there this time around at Blessed Trinity. Ed Dudley, friend of Georgia Public Broadcasting, and he's been upstairs in the booth with me. He's been downstairs on the sidelines. We've done games all in the past. Ed, it's great to catch up with you, my friend. We'll catch up soon. Thank you so much for having me, Hannah and John. Take care. year was that that we all did a game together i think it was your first year so seven years ago seven years ago so that would be 2006 something like something like that and it was 2016 16 thank you i'll add a 10 okay there we go 2016 it was 2016 i think it was the first it was the first year that the that mercedes-benz was open yeah i think it was 2016 yeah i think so too. all right so what do we need to do um, to wrap up don't forget cedar grove at westlake september 1st web game we're mm-hmm. still doing our web game yes. announcement to come. GBA. We're still doing a flag football web game. That announcement is to come. Blogs start today. So go to gpb.org slash sports yes. for the blogs, social media. We're still at, at GPB Sports on all of the things. We'll have a new poll question coming out on the app. So be sure to download the app and do all the things before we get started because we will load you down with high school football content, No such which thing. everybody wants. No such thing. Everybody wants that. Okay, staff whip around. Staff whip around. So for Jake the Snake, he won 43-24. The Parkview beat Kell. Uh, yours truly, Lakeside DeKalb, beat Burkmar 26-6. Uh, let's see. For uh, Ambassador Jeremy, Darlington beat, uh, Darlington beat Christian Academy of Tennessee 48-24. Nice. Uh, Ed will beat Lassiter 63-14. Mm, mm, I didn't hear didn't hear you there. Didn't uh, we we heard we heard whose team along. was that? Who moving, whose moving team along, was that, that lost? Along. I believe that was Hannah's. Is that what that was? Move yes. Along. Yeah, so Ed will beat Lassiter 63-14 and for King James Westside Macon beat Central Macon the Chargers 56-0 and uh uh Maya Bachman Turner Overdrive does not get a vote because she went to high school outside of the state of Georgia. What did you and this is where Jeremy would play something like taking care of business as a drop. Is that her new name in here? 
It is now. Okay. I just made it. Yeah. Okay. She gets a name. Yeah. That's excellent. No, we, we can keep that. You're okay with that, Maya? With overdrive? Yeah. Bachman Turner Bachman Overdrive. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, yeah, she's good with that. There okay. you go. Okay, cool. As, so there long it is. As, as long as she's cool. Staff whip around complete. Because some, sometimes... Some of us lost and some Reagan of us Reagan didn't like won. her name. But no, so we, we changed, to, we we changed her to approval. Governor Reagan. Okay, okay. We did, I named her president. She didn't want to be president. She wanted to be governor. She just wanted to be in charge her. of a state. I don't blame her. Who wants to be? Have that much responsibility. <laughs> okay. And this was a great show. And we're walking. For week... This was this was a great show. Previewing week number I don't two. Even, I'm not even going to say the week. I'm scared of you, so I'm not even going to previewing gonna week two. Say the week, allegedly. But coaches were great. More mm-hmm. coaches to come. Yep. We'll have coaches every single week going forward. Every single week. Yep. Yes. Okay. So we're talking to Aaron Nolan in just a few minutes. So yeah, that'll now, that'll be on the social meds. Yes, that'll be part of Hannah's uh, descriptions for all of the the top athletes here in the state of Georgia all season long. Okay, wrap us up, John. Do well, I, I literally have to say wrap up, wrap up. That's it for another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Once again, thanks to head coach Boone Williams at Langston Hughes, Ed Dudley of Blessed Trinity, and thanks to you for hanging out with all of us in front of the glass and behind the glass. GPB, GPB.org, and the GPB Sports app. Play it safe, everybody. For Hannah, I'm John. We'll catch up soon. Bye.